Apple just unleashed four new iPhones. Yes, four new iPhones, all at the same time. The iPhone 12, iPhone 12 mini, iPhone 12 Pro, and iPhone 12 Pro Max. Now, the vast majority of people, the vast majority, only upgrade their iPhones every two to three, even four years. And most of the rest are on an annual upgrade program. Money is no object, or just work in the tech industry. But regardless, if you're coming from an iPhone 7 or 8, or you just have to pick which iPhone 12 you're going to upgrade to this year, there's just more to choose from than ever. So sit back, relax, hit the subscribe button and bell, and I'm going to walk you through all of it right now. Sponsored by CuriosityStream with Nebula. I'm going to start with color. And, you know, some people don't really care about color because they say they're going to just throw a case on it. But even so, that color will always just be there staring at you out of the case. So for the iPhone 12 mini and the iPhone 12, you can get it in blue, sort of a darkish blue, a minty green, a slightly more orange red than last year, as well as white and black. For the iPhone 12 Pro, you can get it in a new Pacific blue color, as well as gold, more of a 18 karat gold than previously, graphite and silver. And if you're trying to match a stainless steel Apple watch, the gold and the graphite are the same color as the watches. So you can absolutely do that. Now, another big differentiator is the price. So for the regular iPhone 12, you're looking at $799 if you get them on Verizon or AT&T in the US. And if not, that shoots up to $829. And for the iPhone 12 mini, that's $699, again, on Verizon or AT&T in the US, and it's $729 otherwise. So the, the prices that you see most places are like 30 bucks lower than what a lot of people are going to be paying. So just keep that in mind. The Pro models start at $999 still, so same as previous years, and that's for the iPhone 12 Pro, and go up to $1099 for the iPhone 12 Pro Max. Now, those do increase with storage. On average, about 100 bucks every storage tier you go up, but that's your baseline. For those capacities, the regular iPhone 12 and iPhone 12 mini starts at 64 gigabytes, goes up to 128 or 256. And if you're big on streaming, if you keep everything in the cloud, if you subscribe to your music, if you watch online videos, all of those sorts of things, you'll probably be able to get away with 64 gigabytes. But if you prefer to download everything locally, to have all your music, to have all your videos, if you shoot a ton of photographs, if you shoot a ton of videos, especially now with 4K, 60, and HDR videos, you're gonna to wanna to bump up that storage, which of course bumps up the price. On the pro end, you start at 128 gigabytes and go up to 256 gigabytes and 512 gigabytes. So if you need that space, if you need that additional storage, you're gonna to wanna to look at the pro models. In terms of displays, they are Super Retina XDR just across the lineup now. Apple no longer has any LCD panels in the iPhone 12. And they didn't even cheap out. They didn't even go previous generation on the regular iPhone 12s. They are all the same quality. Apple would call them industry leading. They are at very least industry matching high quality OLED panels just from the iPhone 12 mini to the iPhone 12 Pro Max. All of them, two million to one contrast ratio. And all of them have Apple's true tone ambient color temperature matching. So whites don't look too blue or too yellow. They look properly paper white. 
for interface and photography and all of that, they can all do DCI P3, which is the wider color gamut. So you have richer reds, deeper greens. And for video, they can do HDR from HDR 10 all the way up to Dolby Vision for just detailed whites and deep, deep inky blacks. And they all go up to 1200 nits of peak brightness. The difference, of course, is in the size. You've got a 5.4 inch panel in the mini, 6.1 inch panels in both the regular iPhone 12 and the iPhone 12 Pro, and then a ginormous, for Apple, 6.7 inch panel in the iPhone 12 Pro Max. You've got 476 density for the mini, 460 for the regular and the 12 Pro, and then 458 for the Pro Max. And for weight, that's 4.76 ounces up to 5.7 ounces for the 12. The 12 Pro is a little bit heavier, 6.66 the ounces of the beast, and then 8.03 for the Pro Max. So you really are ratcheting up the weight as you ratchet up the display size. So yes, the displays are all the same, but the iPhone 12 mini is just the smallest, most pocketable. So if that is important to you, that's where you're gonna wanna go. And the iPhone 12 Pro Max is just ludicrously max. So if the iPhone is your primary computing platform or you just need the biggest interface possible for your eyes because you can display zoom it just bigger than any other phone, uh, or you just want the maximum screen real estate possible, you're gonna want the iPhone 12 Pro Max. For splash water and dust protection, Apple has actually equaled out the range now. Previously, the non-Pro models weren't quite as good, but now they're all rated IP68. So that's six against dust protection and eight against water protection. So again, it's not meant for you to go swimming or diving or to do extended underwater photography, but if you get splashed or if you drop them in the sink or you drop them in the pool, they should be just fine, at least the first few times. And in terms of the durability of the display, now they're doing what they're calling ceramic shield. And Apple's claiming four times better drop performance over the previous generations. For chipsets, same across the entire lineup again, which is not unusual for Apple. They all have the A14 Bionic, which is Apple's latest generation silicon, CPU, GPU, new 16 core neural engine, and all the typical accelerator blocks they use for video and audio and coding and decoding and storage controllers. So performance should be absolutely the same, except with the mini, you are driving, you're pushing around fewer pixels, but you have a slightly smaller battery. And on the Max, you're doing just the biggest workload, but you also have the biggest battery. And speaking of batteries, the current rating for the iPhone 12 mini is up to 15 hours of video playback, 17 hours for the iPhone 12 and iPhone 12 Pro, and a whopping 20 hours for the iPhone 12 Pro Max, because with the bigger physical size comes a bigger physical battery inside it. And they can all charge up to 50% in 30 minutes with a 20 watt adapter, which yeah, this year is sold separately. And they all work with Apple's new MagSafe uh, charging system, which is a magnetic ring on the back of the iPhone that lets things like inductive charging pads just snap securely into place, sort of like how the Apple Watch has worked for years. They're still all Qi compatible, so you can use them with older non-magnetic Qi charging pads. It just makes a much more secure connection and it lets Apple charge up to 15 watts now with the uh, 
inductive charging instead of 7.5 watts with previous models. But end of the day, the same thing applies. The bigger the phone you get, the bigger the battery you get with it. So if that doesn't really matter to you, maybe the iPhone 12 mini, uh, the small size is totally worth it. But if you want maximum battery, you're gonna want the iPhone 12 Pro Max, like literally. Camera actually varies a lot this year, more than it has in previous years. You have still a two camera system on the iPhone 12 and the iPhone 12 mini, and that's a 12 megapixel ultra wide and wide system. The ultra wide is 2.4 aperture, the wide is 1.6 aperture, and you get two times optical zoom, which means you can go from basically the ultra wide to the wide angle. Now on the iPhone 12 Pro, you also get an f2.0 telephoto uh, camera. And because you also have the telephoto as well as the wide angle, the ultra wide angle, you now get four degrees of zoom all the way from the ultra wide through the wide to the telephoto. And you get an additional sort of camera, actually a LiDAR sensor, which is similar to the true depth camera on the front it shoots out light, that light reflects back into the scanner and it can determine how far away physical objects are. So it can basically build a 3D map of what's in the room or what's in the outdoor environment in front of you. And Apple's using that for a few things, including much faster autofocus and the ability to do things like portrait mode at nighttime. And you get the ability to do Apple Pro Raw. And what it does is essentially take the image, but then save all of the computational steps that it applies to that image so that you can then go in and tweak those if you really want to. And then on top of that, the Pro Max sort of has the beast mode uh, camera. It's got a much bigger sensor. It's got an F2.2 telephoto, but instead of being effectively a 52 millimeter, it's effectively a 65 millimeter. But it also gives you a 2.5 optical zoom because it's uh, 65 instead of a 52. And all of Apple's computational modes work on all the cameras now. So whether it's the two camera system on the iPhone 12 or the three plus LiDAR camera system on the iPhone 12 Pro, you get deep fusion that in sort of room light, indoor room light, tries to bring out as much detail as possible, textures and clothing and materials, all that sort of thing. And then night mode just really tries to enhance, not turn nighttime into daytime, but just make things like people, uh, the subject of your photograph, much more visible uh, while still trying to maintain that dark, moody atmosphere. And then Apple's smart HDR third generation technology, which is what does everything like the semantic rendering. It tries to understand what's in a scene and then apply different settings to all those different elements to make sure like the sky doesn't get blown out or the compression doesn't destroy the look of the grass or the look of your clothing. So to simplify that down, the iPhone 12 mini and the iPhone 12 have the same two camera systems. The iPhone 12 Pro and Pro Max have similar three camera plus LiDAR systems. Just the iPhone 12 Pro Max takes it to the max. It's just that little bit extra. So if you want the absolute best camera this year, you're gonna have to go with the iPhone 12 Pro Max this year. For video recording, you're looking again at very similar capabilities, but not identical capabilities across the board. So everything I said from the camera section applies to this video section as well. Beyond that, you get 4K video recording at 24 frames per second, 30 and 60 frames per second. And you also now get HDR Dolby Vision recording, which kind of blows my mind because the A14 is basically going through in real time, 
adding Dolby Vision's dynamic metadata to the video you're capturing. So it'll just look as good as HDR content can possibly look these days. But there is a slight difference on the models. The iPhone 12 and iPhone 12 mini can do Dolby Vision up to 30 frames per second, where the iPhone 12 Pro and the iPhone 12 Pro Max can do Dolby Vision up to 60 frames per second. So if you just want that silky smoothness or you wanna be able to slow it down in post-production to get a bit of a slow-mo effect, you're gonna to wanna to go with the iPhone 12 Pro. And they all have optical image stabilization, but the iPhone 12 Pro Max has a new sensor shift stabilization system. So instead of the lens and the sensor trying to balance each other out, you, you just have the sensor itself isolated. So it's a simpler system, which usually means a more robust system, and it's slightly better quality uh, as well. So again, broadly the same video capabilities, but if you want that 60 frames per second, Dolby Vision recording, you're going to want one of the iPhone 12 Pros. And if you just want the absolute best camera system for video as well, you're going to want the iPhone 12 Pro Max. So for front-facing camera, you have the True Depth camera system, the one that's used for Face ID. They're all 12 megapixel f2.2. They all have Smart HDR 3 now, and you get night mode and deep fusion and just all of the computational modes for your selfies as you do for your LCs. You get HDR Dolby Vision video recording, but it's pegged at 30 frames per second across all of the phones, so the pros don't have any advantage on the front-facing camera. For wireless, they're all Wi-Fi 6 still across the board, all Bluetooth 5.0 across the board. The big news, the big deal with the iPhone 12 lineup is 5G. Now, a lot of people don't have 5G, but it's a much better generation modem. So even if you have LTE, the LTE is vastly improved this year, it's gone from a theoretical maximum of one gigabit per second to a theoretical maximum of two gigabits per second. So it's doubled in throughput. If you do have 5G, they all have FR1, frequency range one support, which is the low band and mid band support, which is what is just common, more common at least, becoming more common at least around the world. Apple is also including FR2, frequency range two or high band, which is typically called millimeter wave. And even deployments right now in the US are extremely limited. They are growing, but they're extremely limited. And while millimeter wave is just much faster with low band 5G, you're looking at sort of LTE-like speeds just with much better capacity. With mid-band, you start to get fast and uh, you know th those are starting to roll out. And that's the really interesting 5G, I think, for a lot of us. For millimeter wave, it is ludicrously, ridiculously fast, but it doesn't penetrate walls and it has very, very poor range. So you'll mostly only see it in very dense urban areas or the cliched example now, stadiums and things like that. But regardless, yeah, all of the iPhones in the U.S. are going to support that. So identical radio systems just across the entire lineup. The only difference is with the bigger size comes bigger battery capacity, which just means you can drive the radios, those 5G radios, for longer. So end of the day, when you make your decision, the most important things for you to consider are the physical size and the display size, all the way from you want the smallest, most convenient, easiest to carry iPhone possible with the iPhone 12 mini, or you want just the extra iPhone. You want the biggest display. 
you can possibly get, the biggest battery you can possibly get. And that's all about the iPhone 12 Pro Max. And if you want the regular sized iPhone, because you can't really choose, there is no small size Pro and there is no huge size regular iPhone. So if you want that regular size, then you're just deciding between the features, which mostly boils down to, yes, sure, color choice, but also mainly the camera system and getting that extra telephoto lens and LiDAR on the iPhone 12 Pro. Now, as to which iPhone 12 I'm personally getting, the color, the capacity, just everything, check out the next episode of my podcast with Georgia Dow. You can find it on Nebula, the streaming video platform I'm building alongside thoughtful creators like Jordan Harrod, TechAlter, Thomas Frank, Epos Fox, Polymatter, Braincraft, Jenny Ma, Legal Eagle, and just so many more. It's a place where we don't need to worry about demonetization or the tyranny of the click-through rate or watch time or the algorithm or even ads. Yeah, ads. You can find all of my videos there completely ad-free and sometimes with bonus content. For example, you can get both the video and audio version of my new podcast, Apple Talk, on Nebula with not only the Apple topic and the general topic, but with a special bonus topic as well. So hang on, what does any of this have to do with CuriosityStream? Well, as the go-to source for the very absolute best documentaries on the internet, they just love educational content and thoughtful creators. And we worked out this deal where if you sign up for CuriosityStream with the link in the description, not only do you get CuriosityStream, but you also get a Nebula subscription for free. And for a limited time, CuriosityStream is offering 26% off all of their annual plans. And 26% off is just the best deal you'll find anywhere. So click on the link in the description and get both CuriosityStream and Nebula for 26% off. Or just go to curiositystream.com slash Ritchie. It's a great way to support this channel and educational content directly for just $14.79 a year. A year. Just click on the link in the description or go to curiositystream.com slash Renee Ritchie. And clicking on that link really helps out this channel. Now, for a ton more on the iPhone 12, hit the subscribe button and bell below and then click on the playlist above. I've already got videos up explaining almost every single one of the new features and lots more to come. So click on the playlist and I'll see you in the next video.